Hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a nutshell for your Thursday morning. It is the 25th of May, 2023. Daniel Pettigrew back in the chair for the next hour. We are broadcasting, as always, through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. one 1170 open line number if you want to give me a call anytime over the course of the next hour, or you can send a text 0457. 736736 and that is all before Vossi and Trent Copeland this morning for listeners through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney and for listeners in Queensland it'll be Patton Hills after the 6 o'clock news lots to get through over the course of the next hour the build up to Origin continues only 6 sleeps to go we do have an NRL round starting tonight as well a shortened one uh, we'll talk about that shortly as well. Plus, Chris Perkins in America will join me as he does each and every Thursday morning in around about 15 or 20 minutes to get the latest from America. But most importantly, as always, want to hear from you. 0457-736-736 or 1300-01-1170. Just before uh, we go to uh, the rest of the show, I've just seen flash up on 9 News, some very sad news. Uh, Tina Turner. Uh, has passed away at the age of 83. So Tina Turner, of course, was the voice of rugby league for many, many uh, years. But Channel 9 just now uh, reporting that Tina Turner has died at the age of 83. So that is very uh, sad news uh, coming through early on this morning. Tina Turner dies at age 83. Uh, it is two past five. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ring. Yes, does your hot water need replacing? Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. And just on, Tina Turner says uh, there that uh, she's passed away after a battle with illness. Uh, so famous with uh, simply the best uh, as well. Um, and um, what you get is what you see as well uh, with rugby league. So very sad news coming through this morning. Tina Turner has died at her home in Switzerland at the age of 83. Um, and just seeing some vision of her at the moment, playing the Sydney Football Stadium uh, back in the early to mid-90s. Uh, always, I still think, uh, will be the best rugby league chanson, Tina Turner. Uh, the best rugby league promotion. Um, yeah, so really sad news uh, coming through. All right, three minutes past five. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 is our open line number, or you can text 0457-736-736. Let's get away from that and get to some of the sports news of the day. Um, of course, round 13 of the NRL getting underway tonight. Uh, it is going to be an interesting round, of course. Uh, only five games of the NRL due to the fact uh, that we have got State of Origin coming up next Wednesday. Um, but it kicks off tonight with the Dolphins up against the Dragons. So as I do on each Thursday show, I'd like to know who's going to win and what's going to be the scoreline. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Or 0457-736-736. We know uh, this round will be somewhat disturbed by origin. Of course, a lot of teams having to buy. The teams playing uh, obviously have players missing. Uh, going to be an interesting one. Of course, Ben Hunt uh, will be missing from the Dragons. The Dolphins missing a few players as well. So uh, going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. So who's going to win and why? That's going to be at Redcliffe this game. Dolphins and Dragons, 7.50 p.m. tonight. Scoreline uh, if you want as well. Four past five. Now, this news went slightly under the radar yesterday, uh, but uh, Sean Kenny Dow, who was the star uh, of the Roosters, played for the Newcastle Knights as well and has been over in the Super League over the past few years, played a lot of games for New Zealand as well, announced his retirement at the age of 35. Probably 
his most famous good moment uh, was scoring that intercept try against the Tigers in the 2010 semi-final for the Roosters. One of the most famous games of rugby league ever, really. Um, however, uh, I want to know this morning, as we sort of pay tribute to Sean Kenny down, it sounds like he's going to stay over in the UK as well, take up a coaching role over there. So well done to him. Sounds like he's been playing well in the Super League. Uh, underrated players, or your rocks and diamonds players, because no, no offence to Sean Kenny Dow, uh, but he did have his very good moments. He had his disappointing moments as well, it has to be said. Uh, the 2015 preliminary final uh, against the Broncos, uh, I always recall him passing the ball uh, straight to, I think it was Darius Boyd, uh, for the Broncos in like the first play of the game. But underrated rocks and diamonds players, 0457 736 736 or one 1170 Also, we are in Origin mode. Uh, yesterday, we asked the best players to never have played Origin. Simply asking you this morning, who have been the best State of Origin players of all time? Either New South Wales or Queensland. Who have been the best State of Origin players of all time? Uh, could be recent ones, could be ones dating back 20, 30 years. Who was just made for that Origin environment? 0457 736 736 or one 1170 your best state of origin players, your underrated players. And it, look, it can be underrated athletes. It doesn't just have to be in rugby league. It can be any sport. one 1170 or 0457 736 736. At six minutes past five, let's get to some of the news of the day away from state of origin just for a second. Um, and the Jason Ryle story just continues to go along. Um, and it's an interesting one because over the past 24, 48 hours, uh, there's been some people saying not sure if Jason Rolls is going to end up as the St. George Illawarra Dragons coach next year. But this has taken yet another twist. Now Jason Rolls uh, could be at St. George Illawarra within the next week. Um, it is understood that uh, Rolls, who is assistant coach at the Sydney Roosters to Trent Robertson at the moment, will be permitted to leave the Sydney Roosters effective immediately should he secure the Dragons' coaching job? Now, if he's appointed to head coach from 2024, Riles will not coach with St. George Illawarra this year, uh, with interim uh, coach Ryan Carr to remain in charge. The Roosters haven't yet sacked Riles, but will push him out if he is announced as Dragons' head coach. In other words, the Roosters don't want Riles at the club if he jo has joined Saints. Now, there were suggestions on Wednesday night that Roosters legend Jake Fran would be promoted into Riles' position at Bondi. However, we're not sure yet. And obviously the Roosters don't seem that happy with Riles' decision to pursue the Dragons' job. Now, well-placed sources suggest that the Riles deal could even be announced after the club's away match tonight against the Dolphins. And he could start at the Dragons soon and enjoy a massive head start in his NRL coaching career. It would give Riles 10 months to involve himself in recruitment and retention before coaching his first game at the Dragons. He was contracted the Roosters until the end of 2024. And then if Riles is to leave this year for the Roosters, it seems like the new coaching lineup for the Roosters will be Trent Robinson, Matt King, Brett Morris, and uh, Jake Friend. So Georgia Lawara Chief Executive Ryan, Reb, Ryan Webb has described discussions with Riles as progressing well. Uh, fears still remain that talks could fall over, although they are remote now. Uh, there is a genuine interest from both parties to strike a deal. Uh, the Dragons and Royals want a resolution sooner rather than later, according to one source close to the par both parties. Well, look, if he is going to end up coaching the Dragons, and that's still not been confirmed, some rumours um, that might be done tonight. We'll wait and see what happens with that. 
He also wants, Jason Rolls wants a contract spanning five years, which I think is a pretty long time for a coach um, to get. I don't know. Maybe Trent Robinson was given five years at the Roosters um, last year for another five years. And we're sort of seeing now with the Roosters struggling. Look, there's no suggestion that Trent Robinson is going anywhere at the moment. But with the Roosters struggling, you're now sort of seeing the fact that you shouldn't be giving um, people uh, five years. So uh, coaches five years. So it's going to be interesting, but I think it's a no-brainer. If he is to leave the Roosters and coach the Dragons, the sooner he gets started at the Dragons, the better. Um, and the sooner he leaves the Roosters, it's probably good for them as well so they can plan for their future. Uh, Dragons fans, we had Jack Clifton from the Red V podcast on the other morning, I think about a week ago. He stirred some controversy with his comments around Ben Hunt, but he was quite happy to get Jason Riles in. There's a mixed opinion on social media. I know a lot of Dragons fans probably want a more experienced coach. But are you happy with Jason Rolls? And Roosters fans, are you happy to see Rolls go right now if he does end up at the Dragons? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. What do you make of all of that? Um, and a story that hasn't been around much over the past few months, really since the season started. Remember the NRL pay deal? Well, back page of the Sydney Morning Herald has a big headline this morning saying NRL to reject final pay deal as talks hit a new low. Now, if you cast your mind back to the weeks leading up to the start of the NRL season, there was talk about even potential strike action. We had uh, Clint Newton on, uh, members of the RLPA on the various shows here on SEN and other media networks talking about what they wanted. Um, and, and it seemed like when we were heading close to the season, we were looking like we were going to get some kind of deal. And definitely it's hardly been mentioned uh, in the mainstream media over the past 12 weeks as we've got through the first three months of the season. However, back page of the Sydney Morning Herald uh, says the NRL is set to reject the players' union's final settlement proposal in rugby league's bitter pay war, dashing the Rugby League Players Association's hopes of a deal before Wednesday's Origin Series opener in Adelaide. Our relations between the NRL and the RLPA hit a new low yesterday as club bosses pulled out of a meeting with the game stars, including Queensland captain Daly Cherry Evans, who had left the Queensland State of Origin camp to attend the talks. Early in the day, club bosses had been invited to a teleconference with NRL Chief Executive Andrew Abdo, in which they were briefed on the likelihood that head office would push back on the latest and final offer from the players' union. It emerged hours later that club representatives had withdrawn their attendance from a similar meeting with RLPA player delegates who had wanted to explain their last submission. Cherry Evans even took time out from the Queensland preparations in a bid to explain the player stance to club officials. So, according to sources speaking on the condition of being anonymous due to the confidential nature of the talks, the NRL told club officials it believed the RLPA, RLPA had added several items to its settlement proposal that had been genuinely uh, negotiated in talks. So we still don't have a deal, basically, between the NRL and the RLPA. And I've been back from the UK on holiday since December. Uh, I think I've been talking about this story since December. It's been bubbling along in the background. Still no deal struck. Uh, wonder if there ever will be. 
1170 if you've got any thoughts on that hopefully at some point we can get something done so we don't continuously have to hear about it 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170 your underrated players uh, your rocks and diamonds players. Be kind, but your underrated slash rocks and diamonds players of the past or athletes of the past. Doesn't just have to be rugby league. The best state of origin players of all time. Who was just made for that origin arena? And also, tonight, Dolphins, Dragons underway. We'll preview the rest of around 13 of the NRL with Charlie Goodsir tomorrow morning. Just, of course, uh, the four games after tonight's game to come. But who wins? What's going to be the scoreline tonight? Do the Dragons make it two in a row? Or do the Dolphins hit back after their loss last weekend to the Melbourne Storm? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 our open line number. You can text 0457 736 736 to your text. And more of the news of the day shortly. It is 13 past 5, Thursday morning. Tradies News in a nutshell. This is Tradies News in a nutshell on this uh, Thursday morning. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 our open line number. Or you can send a text 0457 736 736 at 17 minutes past 5 o'clock. Now, there is EPL on this morning as well. We'll talk EPL in more detail tomorrow morning with John Gallo. And we'll also try and grab him on Monday morning as well. Uh, now, Brighton are playing Man City. 18 minutes gone. It is Brighton and Man City nil. Of course, Man City have already uh, wrapped up the title. Uh, but Brighton uh, in action at home. And Brighton currently, as I have a quick look at the table, sitting in sixth position. They are on 62 points. So, un- well, no, they won't be able to make uh, the top four. But they could still make the top six. Obviously, sitting in sixth position at the moment. Man City, as I say, on top of the table on 89 points. There is a match tomorrow morning as well uh, between Man United and Chelsea. That'll be at 5am. That's before on Monday morning, all matches played at the one time, 1.30am on Monday morning. Uh, And just having a look at the table as well in terms of the relegation zone, it's very close. Well, Southampton definitely relegated on 24 points, but uh, Leeds United a second last on 31 points. Leicester City a third last on 31 points. Everton sit just outside the relegation zone on 33 points. Uh, so Nottingham Forest, uh, they appear to be safe on 37, but uh, Leicester City, Leeds United and Everton, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens over the, uh, the weekend. Uh, and just having a look at uh, who those teams play, Leeds United uh, will play Tottenham early hours of Monday morning. Uh, Everton play Bournemouth. So you probably back Everton uh, to potentially win that, or you, know, uh, you never know. Um, and uh, as I said, Nottingham Forest, they are safe. They will take on uh, Crystal Palace. but uh, And Leicester City as well, uh, they will play West Ham on Monday morning. So really intriguing last round of the EPL. As I say, we'll speak to John Gallo, who uh, will make his return to the show tomorrow, uh, preview the last round of the EPL, and also then look ahead uh, to what is going to happen on Monday. And we'll have a chat with him on Monday as well. 0457 736 736 or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Asking you about uh, tonight. Jason says, Dan, I hope the Dragons win tonight against the Dolphins. Uh, thank you, uh, Jason. Uh, we'll see what happens there. And Yeovil Treeman has said, hi, Dan. Dolphins too strong at home. Uh, they'll win 22 points to 16. That from the Yeovil Treeman. Yes, yeah, starts the condensed round of the NRL due to the fact we have state of origin. A lot of teams having the bye, so just five games this weekend. Also asking you your best state of origin players of all time. 0457 736 736 
1-300-01-1170. And your underrated athletes, the underrated athletes of all time. On the back of Sean Kitty Dow making his announcement that he is going to retire uh, at the end of this league, uh, this year's Super League season. Now, a lot of talk about State of Origin being played in Adelaide. Uh, of course, we have seen it taken to Adelaide before in the COVID year, I think it was. I think it was back in 2020. It's been played in Perth to a lot of success over recent years, also in Melbourne uh, over many years now. Uh, however, the NRL has conceded State of Origin 1 in Adelaide will not sell out. So with less, with less than a week until kickoff, what, six leaps to go, uh, the NRL is reporting 41,000 tickets have been sold for a match to be played at the 53,500 capacity Adelaide Oval. Now, simple maths tells you that is 12,500 seats empty as of yesterday afternoon. A billboard slogan in Adelaide's main street, Rundle Moor, uh, which leads real footy is coming to Adelaide, has been taken as disrespectful by local AFL fans. Uh, if you want to attract an AFL audience to rugby league, I'm not sure insulting them about their game will help, uh, one, uh, said one sporting official. Uh, NRL management is hoping to reach 45,000, a strong crowd, but still facing the awkwardness of around 8,000 empty seats for rugby league showpiece, a showpiece event. Um, Failure to sell out in a non-NRL city will allow critical uh, critics who dislike taking origin away from the traditional uh, Sydney and Melbourne are reason to gloat. Expensive tickets to live golf and the AFL gather round last month has also led to claims Adelaide sports fans have wallet fatigue. Uh, Adelaide fans are renowned for their walk-up, uh, so the crowd may nudge above 45,000 uh, through some uh, last-minute advertising. Uh, around 45,000 fans there expecting. Ticket prices for Origin 1 range from $45 to $259. We know 65,000 fans flocked to watch Live Golf live at, uh, in Adelaide last year, and of course, uh, last month, sorry, and 220,000 fans attending nine games at Gather Round in Adelaide just before we get to Frank on the open line. That's an interesting one because a lot of talk, uh, and there has been a lot of talk for quite some time, um, about whether we should be taking State of Origin games away from New South Wales and Queensland. And I'd be interested to get your thoughts on this. So Adelaide Oval not looking like it will sell out. Looks like it will get, at best, about 8,000 short of capacity for the game next Wednesday night. We've taken the game to Perth before in very recent years, and it's sold out, and it's been a success. Melbourne, I went to a State of Origin game in Melbourne, I want to say it was around 2018, played at the MCG. Great atmosphere. Not the best place to watch rugby league, but you can sort of... Forget that when you're talking about State of Origin when you've got a big crown. But are you a supporter of taking State of Origin on the road? Do you like taking State of Origin to the different cities? Do you like how it rotates each year? Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth. I, I think in terms of Adelaide, it was always probably going to be the hardest market to crack in terms of um, the market that is there. Perth, I think, as we've spoken about in recent days, has a great market for rugby league. Adelaide, I think, is the one that was always going to struggle. But do you like seeing State of Origin taken on the road, or would you prefer to just see two games in New South Wales, one game in Queensland, or vice versa? It's a 50-50 one for me, because in one way, it is really the showpiece of our game, so you want to advertise our game with the best players. But then, by the same token... You do also like to see two games in New South Wales and one in Queensland or vice versa. What do you reckon? Are you happy with State of Origin being taken on the road? Or would you prefer it just to be played in New South Wales or Queensland? Or maybe have a situation where you do it once every three years. 
where you take it to a different city once every three years. So it doesn't really affect um, the timeline. One year, two games in New South Wales. The next year, two games in Queensland. Then the next year, take it on the road and play one game New South Wales, one game Queensland. Are you happy to see Origin on the road or not? one 1170 or 457 Let's go to the open line. On the open line, Frank from Blakehurst is on the line. Morning to you, Frank. G'day, Dan. How's it going? Yep, very well, man. How are you? Good, good. Mate, have you been promoted to the leadership team yet? Uh, well, are you talking about the breakfast leadership team? Yeah, generally, on SEN, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'm definitely part of the breakfast leadership team. And fortunately, it's my good friend, Charlie Goodsir, who is not part of the leadership team. And actually, Brandy's not part of the leadership team. Uh, why do you ask? I heard that. Yes, it, it, I, I feel well, sorry I, for Brandy. Mate, I just think there's ab- absolutely potential for you to play a greater role. But look, we'll go into that at, at another time. <laughs> Thank I want you. to start, mate. You talked you talk about the greatest origin players earlier. Mm. Do you remember what team they chose Phil Duke from? New South Wales. Do you remember what team they chose him from? No, I was probably a bit too young for that, but tell us. He was chosen directly from the Maury Boomerang. Well, it's interesting. That's that's a very good fact. It's interesting you're talking about this because I think Volsey and Brandy were talking just the other week about players that have been picked from reserve grade. Michael Jennings' name came out. It's interesting. Uh, You don't see it often, but every now and again it happens. Yeah, mate, so he he played, I think he played one game and he can't, then he got taken to the Western Suburbs Magpies. I was just looking, he he played two years. He never played for New South Wales again. He had a bit of an awful night. You, you look him up, you'll remember him. Mate, the other one who yep. had a bit of a fumble was David Williams, the Wolfman. He, uh, yes. He fumbled his way through two games and never played again, I think. Yeah, that was uh, unfortunate for him. He's a very good player back in uh, his day, wasn't he? I remember he was a cult figure, uh, oh, wasn't he? But uh, yeah, yeah that, didn't, didn't yeah, have a great time at Origin. Now, mate, I won't hold you up, but I do feel no. very guilty about Tina Turner. I went and saw her <laughs> um, musical the other night, and uh, I did bag it out relentlessly afterwards. Oh. Now I feel rather guilty because I think she was a wonderful woman, but uh, sad news, mate, sad news. Yeah, very sad news that she's passed away at the age of 83. It's interesting you say that about the musical because uh, I've heard people uh, that have been to the musical, uh, and they say it's great. You didn't like it? Oh, mate, I won't bore you with my details. <laughs> Look, not enough, not enough good music, too much of that schmaltzy musical crap that wasn't her stuff. It was just music that they made up to keep the show going for 90 minutes. It was, yeah, it was a bit disappointing. But anyway, mate, on your origin question, yep. there's no doubt, obviously, the best origin player of all time is Volley Lewis. That, that's yep. not even in debate. But the other ones I, I had were Johns, Mal, Fittler and Thurston. And then in the forwards, Petro Harrigan. Lazo Callis, and as much as I can't stand him, um, Cameron Smith has to be has to be right up there. Um, best performance of all time, I reckon. As much as this will be controversial, you got to, you can't go past Payne for completely spectacular in that one season. He was unbelievable. Yep. Um, and mate, the bloke who I reckon was most tailor made for Origin for, for New South Wales was Greg Bird. He just had that. Mm. He had a, he, he had a bit of skill, but he was just a mongrel, and he just. You know, you always knew he was going to be be there to make that last tackle or put that ex, extra bit of extra bit of grunt in. And um, mate, I thought he was just made for Origin. Mm, yeah, you're 100 percent right. Very good player was made for Origin. It's funny how there's just some players that are just made uh, for State of Origin. Frank, thanks for the call. Uh, I'll try and get on that leadership group even more. All right. Yeah, mate. There, you, there's a big. Big future coming for you, mate. And and there's one bloke who should be worried, but we'll go oh, over that. All right. Later. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's uh, that's a bit people <laughs> offside. Thank you for the call, mate. Have a good day. See you, mate.
Uh, I'm interested to know that guy. Anyway, uh, thank you, Frank. 28 minutes past 5, 0457 736736 or 1300-01-1170. Uh, a couple of texts before a break. Uh, this from Andy Origin, Andrew Lewis. Uh, Andrew Lewis. Andrew Johns and Wally Lewis. And James has said a, a nice text, I think. Uh, he says, Dan Pettigrew is a massive Rocks or Diamonds broadcaster. When you are working all diamonds, definitely rocks when you aren't here. Well, thank you, but I am here. Uh, so thank you. Very t- kind of you, James. Uh, very nice, I think. Uh, 28 minutes past 5, 0457 736 our text number, or 1300 Break. We'll cross to uh, Chris Perkins in America in just a sec. Yeah, nice to have your company at 27 minutes to 6 o'clock. This is Tradies News in a nutshell. EPL, Man City have scored. So it is 1-0 Man City leading Brighton after 33 minutes. One, uh, 1-0 Man City leading Brighton after 33 minutes. Uh, a couple of texts, and this is interesting before we get to Chris Perkins in America. Uh, a couple from Adelaide, actually. Let's start with this one firstly. Um, now, no name on this, but number ending in one, two, three. Good morning. From where I sit, I can't wait to see the game live here in Adelaide. I can confirm that price and price alone has been the mitigating factor with the sluggish ticket sales. Family of four was $420 plus booking fee when they were first release, uh, released. And that was a week or so after tickets first went on sale. Other people I've spoken to were looking at $150 ticket for general admission. If the price was more reasonable, this would sell out without a doubt. Early ticket sales were damaged by the higher prices than what they are now. We've been anticipating this for the best part of a year and can't wait. Go the Blues. Thank you for the text. It is interesting. Uh, we always talk about prices to uh, the big events. It was a story earlier on in the year about the Roosters charging, what, $100 or something like that for Souths, uh, for the Souths game earlier on in the year. Um, look, you're always going to pay more, aren't you, for State of Origin, uh, for Grand Finals, Um uh, the last grand final I went to, which would have been, well, it would have probably been twenty twenty. Um, uh, but the, the that was uh, that was a, no, that was a COVID affected year. The last grand final non COVID year would have been twenty nineteen. I think I probably paid about two hundred dollars for my ticket. So it is pricey. Um, I, I understand. I take your point. Four hundred twenty dollars for a family of four is quite pricey. But good that you're uh, looking forward to it. Glad you're listening to the show in Adelaide um, and looking forward to hearing your review, review when we speak on Thursday uh, to that uh, texter. Thank you very much for that one. And this one from the Radelaide Rooster as well. Morning, Dan. I personally am very happy, uh, just like the other texter. Firstly, very happy and excited about Origin coming to Adelaide. I brought tickets for my family. First day they came on sale at $130 uh, for us all. Uh, but the people I share a state with, it would seem just don't appreciate a good hard game of rugby league. He didn't use the word people. And don't appreciate Origin coming to town. Disappointed in my fellow South Australians. Khan the Blues, the Radelaide Rooster. Look, look I think it'll be a big crowd. Uh, they're saying they're going to get about 8,000 short uh, of a capacity crowd. But we'll wait and see. Uh, there might be people that rock up uh, on the night. Uh, get up to towards 50,000. Who knows? Are you happy with Origin being on the road? And that that is a perfect example for people that don't live in New South Wales, don't live in Queensland, don't often get a chance to go to not even just a state of origin, but just a game of rugby league. But it, it is their number one sport. And that does happen. There are a lot of people who live in Victoria, Adelaide, West South Australia, Western Australia, where rugby league is not the number one game in their state. But there's a lot of people where it is their personal number one game. So that's from the other side of things where you look at it and you think, okay, well, that's fair enough. Um, you don't get to go to many games of rugby league. Why not be happy that Origin and the like um, 
are coming is coming to your city. Are you happy with it being rotated? Would you prefer it not to be? 0457 736 736. Your underrated athletes of all time and the best origin players of all time as well. Um, and just repeating the news, we might finish the show with a bit of Tina Turner. I'm sure it might feature in Brexit with, with, with Vossi and Brandy as well, but or Vossi and Trent Copeland today. But uh, some really sad news uh, coming through about half an hour ago, right at the top of our show here, that Tina Turner has passed away at the age of 30, uh, 83. Uh, she died peacefully after a long illness in uh, her home in Switzerland. And we know how important she was and how uh, good she was uh, to rugby league. Uh, simply the best, still the best theme song of all time. Um, and also uh, what you get is what you see. Uh, it is 23 minutes to six. Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. Uh, no doubt, uh, sad news over there in America as we cross to Chris Perkins. Good morning to you, Chris. Yeah, I just heard that. I just saw that pop up on my phone. I'm like, that's that is sad news. Uh, a, a legend gone uh, from the world of music. Uh, she will definitely be missed. Yeah, and I still think, and I know there'll be. Uh, well, it's more talked about her outside of the rugby league world, but in terms of just an NRL rugby, well, not NRL even, but a rugby league point of view, uh, still, I think, the best promotion rugby league has ever had and may ever will have, uh, will ever have. It, simply the best was just the sound of rugby league. And still now people, when they talk about NRL and NRL songs, uh, that is really always at the top um, of people's lists. And that was that promotion was almost 30 years ago. Um, and wow. what you get is what you see was also uh, earlier than that, but still uh, loved as part uh, of the NRL uh, family, rugby league family, and of course, uh, more uh, more broadly, such a talented artist as well. Um, and very, very sad news with her passing away at the age of 83. As I say, if we've got time, we may finish with a bit of Tina Turner this morning. All right, uh, let us get to some of your topics. Not as serious as that, but still very important. Uh, Chris, and let's start with the NBA and NHL playoffs. Let's, let's go with NBA first. Yeah, uh, well, I, it's been kind of uh, the conference finals in both codes have been kind of boring in all honesty because uh, we've had one sweep. Um, with Denver sweeping the LA Lakers, and I say that just as Brighton and Hove Albion score a goal. Ah, yes, on a beauty from about twenty-five yards. So one all, yeah, minutes. Interesting. Yep. Of course, Man City. Taken, they just had one taken. Yeah, they just had one taken off the board on, uh, for a handball a few minutes ago off the corner kick. But anyway, back to the mm. basketball. Uh, yeah, Denver sweeps the LA Lakers. Uh, Miami was up three games to none in, in their series. Uh, last night was game four. Boston, they survived. They survived the first elimination game. Still have a chance at making history. Uh, 150 times of NBA history, a team has uh, taken a three games to none series lead in an NBA playoff series, best of seven. Uh, 150 times that team that led 3-0 has advanced and won the series. Um, but Boston, they get the first one, the the journey of a thousand miles begins with but a single step, and that single step was last night for Boston. They won one sixteen ninety nine. Uh, Jason Tatum led the way, thirty three points, fourteen and twenty two, shooting for the Celtics, um, and finally hit some shots in the fourth quarter for the first time in this series. 
He had field goals made in the fourth quarter. Uh, he'd been rather quiet the first three games of the series uh, after his uh, virtuoso performance in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference semifinal against Philadelphia when he scored 51 points for the Celtics. But, uh, again, Boston now down three games to one. Game 5 is tomorrow in Boston. Mm. And for Miami, even though they're up 3-1, this is kind of one of those games where Miami would like to win this thing tomorrow. Uh, because you lose, now that's two in a row, coming home for game six to Miami with a whole lot of pressure of Miami going, oh dear God, now we got to win this game because we don't want to go back to Boston for a game seven and the chance at making the wrong kind of history. So I'll be interested to see how how, uh, Miami comes out tomorrow. Do they feel the pressure? Does Boston jump all over them, or does Miami – get the job done the way they have the first three games of this series. Mm. It'll it'll be something very, very interesting to watch tomorrow night. All right. Yep. Very, very interesting indeed. And now uh, let's go. Sorry, I thought you were about to jump in now. I didn't want to interrupt you there, Chris. We know we would like to hear no, every, no, no, that's right. every word you say. Uh, what's happening with uh, the Las Vegas A's? What's going on there? Yeah, well, well, let's let's uh, jump real quick uh, to, to hockey. Ah, we yes, had hockey sorry. Last night as well. Apologies. Uh, um, yeah, they um, for the Dallas Stars going into Game Three, down uh, two games to none to the Vegas Golden Knights. Mm. The Dallas Stars they needed some energy, they needed some jump, they needed some passion. Uh, last night started bad and got worse for them. It was a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad night for the Dallas Stars. They give up a goal a minute, 13 seconds into the game. That's the bad start. It got worse 40 seconds later when their captain, Jamie Benn, thought it would be a good idea to forcefully press his stick, the shaft of his stick, against the face of a Vegas Golden Knights player. That's against the rules. That's called cross-checking. The referees assessed a five-minute major penalty and told Jamie Benn, go hit the showers two minutes into the game. They threw him out of the rest of the hockey game, less than two minutes in. Fastest uh, game misconduct given in a playoff game in 41 years. That's how, that's how crazy that was last night. Mm-hmm. Vegas took advantage, got a power play goal during the five-minute power play. They got a goal right after the power play ended. They're up 3 nothing after one, tacked on a fourth one in the second period, and just absolutely cruised to a 4 nothing win last night over Dallas. Vegas leads the series three games to none. Game four is tomorrow night again, once again in Dallas. And Vegas with a chance in their sixth year of existence to go to their second Stanley Cup final. You want to talk about a team that has gotten gotten things going on the right track immediately from moment one in, the, in a league? It would be the Vegas Golden Knights. They're kind of the poster child for uh, – for team building the right way from scratch. They've been for the first six years of their existence. All right. Very, very interesting. Now we'll get to the Las Vegas A's news. And also, after you do that, before we get into your NRL tips, let us know about a really bad night for a good baseball team. Yeah. um, You want the A's first? Yes, go for it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. the latest news on the Las Vegas A's is that they have come, or the, the Oakland A's, they still are technically mm. the Oakland A's, mm. uh, they have come to a tentative agreement on their plan to move to Las Vegas, to build a stadium on the Las Vegas Strip, uh, the current site of the Tropicana Hotel in Las Vegas. 
um, between an agreement between them and the state of Nevada. Now, uh, the agreement is with elected official with uh, executive elected officials, like the executive branch. Like I think the state treasurer uh, is involved in this. Ultimately, the final say goes to the state legislature. Mm. They have less than two weeks left in their legislative session to get a bill written, passed, and signed by the governor. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. If they don't get it done by, like, June 5th, uh, this plan's going to have to roll over until next year, which is going to delay things. So uh, there is no word on how much public money uh, the AAs are wanting from the state of Nevada or what's involved in this agreement, specific money numbers. Mm. Their first plan was talking about $500 million in public money. Mm. Uh, this one apparently is going to be less, but there's no specifics yet. And what about this baseball team that had a bad night? You know, the, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, they've had a great start to the year. They were 35-14 and 14 entering last night, best ba- record in baseball by far. Mm. Had given up the fewest runs, but you know, like everybody, you just have a bad day at dog. Yep. And that's what happened for the Tampa Bay Rays last night. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays beat them 20 to 1. 20 to 1. 20 <laughs> runs. The best defense in baseball and the best pitching staff in baseball gave up 20 runs last night. It, it was, it, it was like, it was. One, you looked at the score and you blinked and did a double take mm. when you saw the score. You're like, that can't, that has to be a typo. There is no way that the Tampa Bay Rays gave up 20 runs. They did. Mm. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for Toronto had six RBIs. Uh, he got struck at the, the, the situation was so bad for Tampa. They started throwing position players into pitch. Uh, late in the game last night, just to save the regular pitching arms in their bullpen. Uh, a position player struck out Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, he responded his next time up by hitting a grand slam. Yeah, well, I think Vladdy was a little bit upset about getting struck out by a position player. Just saying. Yeah, it does uh, seem that way. Uh, all right, uh, let us go through your NRL tips now. Uh, I have to say, last week was disappointing. You were on a roll a couple of weeks ago. You were six from eight. Last week, you only got two from eight, but it's okay. We sweep that under the carpet, Chris, and we go again. Um, now, there's yeah, only five yeah. games this weekend as well, affected by Origin, a lot of teams having a bye, and we'll do a proper preview as well with Charlie Goodsir tomorrow morning. But let's get your tips. I've got my pen. Listeners have got their pen and paper to write down who you're tipping. I don't know whether they should go with who you're tipping or not. But anyway, uh, the Dolphins or St. George Illawarra. Chris, who is going to win that game, St. George Illawarra Dragons or the Dolphins? Dragons or the Dolphins? Uh, dragons are bottom of the ladder. The yes, they are. are I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Dolphins? I'm go with the Dolphins. Okay. That feels like a safe, safe bet. Very good. Uh, now, tomorrow night, Parramatta Eels or North Queensland Cowboys? Yeah, I'm going to go, ooh, let's, whoa, 13 v 14. Yeah, that's a game of the week candidate right there. <sighs> mm. Sorry, any, any Eels or Cowboys fans? Uh uh, flip a card. I'll take the Cowboys. Yeah, oh, you're going to go the okay. You're going the Cowboys. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Uh, probably a mistake. Probably pro- a mistake there. But you know what? Uh, probably is a mistake. Know, as bad as last week was, I got to. I got to try. I got to try something. And just quickly through the other games: Warriors, uh, New Zealand Warriors, Brisbane Broncos. Uh, I'll take the Broncos. You're going to go the Broncos. Okay, that's interesting as well. Uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs, Canberra Raiders. 
Uh, yeah, Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs, okay. You're going to go south. And the final game of the weekend is Knights up Newcastle Knights up against Manly Sea Eagles. Knights against the Sea Eagles. I'll take the, I'll take the Knights on that Knights. One. Okay, all right. I'll note these down. We will chat uh, next week. We'll review your tips. We'll get your all-important tip for State of Origin as well next week. Chris, great stuff. We'll chat uh, next week. Have a good weekend. All right, you too. Uh, Chris Perkins on the line from America. As we go to a break, this one, uh, hi, Dan. Two players at the top of my underrated NRL player list, uh, Mitch Orbison, yes, and Jared Croker. Yeah, two very good players. Uh, and this one from Arthur. Hi, Daniel. Best state of origin players, Wally Lewis. Underrated state of origin players, Paul Vorton. Uh, Arthur from Paddington. 0457 736 736, our text number, or you can call the open line. one 300 yeah, good to have your company. Seven minutes to six o'clock breakfast, not too far away. Let us finish with some text. Uh, this one from Andy. Uh, dump Adelaide off the rotation if they don't want it. Perth and Melbourne only. Okay, uh, there you go. Well, yes, we'll see what the crowd is uh, in Adelaide. Uh, I'm happy to see State of Origin on the road. This one from Jason in Victoria. So another person that lives outside of New South Wales and Queensland. Uh, the Chookman says, Hi, Dan. Well, uh, when is the last time the Blues had two games at home? It seems to mostly be our games that get moved to Melbourne, etc. Reward the grassroots fans for a change. That from the Chookman. Uh, yes, well, it did seem that way, but now it seems to be just one each, isn't it? Um, and this one says, Make them pay $1,000 for, uh, uh, for the two heads to go to Blaine Park. Couldn't... Uh, okay, all right. Thank you very much. Uh, although he does say, couldn't give us stuff about those uh, games played in uh, the foreign market. So there you go. Um, thank you for your company today. Now, as Chris Perkins uh, mentioned before, Man City are up against uh, Brighton in the EPL. Um, and it would be almost half time there. I'll just get a quick score. Brighton did score in that situation, in that game. So it is one all between Brighton and Man City. One all between Brighton and Man City. Thank you for your company today. Tomorrow we'll talk EPL with John Gallo. We'll have our rest of our round 13 preview, the condensed round of the NRL uh, with Charlie Good. So coming up on Breakfast with Patton Hills, Kyle Felt, uh, Beck Danaher from Fight MND as well. And they'll go into the Queensland Origin Camp. Coming up with Vossi and Trent Copeland. Uh, it will be Michael Carianis, Wally the Statsman, the tips, and we'll get into New South Wales Camp as well. Thank you for your company today. We'll leave you with a bit of Tina Turner, who has sadly passed away at the age of 83. I'll catch you tomorrow for the Friday show. Breakfast comes up after the 6 o'clock news. Yeah.